Hey guys and welcome to a new episode. Hello everybody and welcome. It's me, it's me, it's Tim Talks back again with another video. Hello everybody and it's me, it's Tim Talks and we're back. The podcast is back week one. Really happy with how it went. Actually listened to it a few times. But now I'm happy to say we're back. Week two, episode two. Um, I heard a little stat about podcasts and I think it was off of one I was listening to recently called Only Cans Podcast, which is basically about drinking. And he basically said that I think it was 50% of podcasts stop after four episodes. And I wasn't sure the reasoning behind it, but I heard that and I thought, hmm, that's pretty mad to be honest. You know, think about all the podcasts that are out there. Most of them stop, most of them end. And a lot of them, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there at the moment, of course. A lot of them are not successful and don't do well. So that's one thing to be aware of. Uh, this is episode two. It's, you know, halfway to where most people fail. And I think it was something like after eight or nine, seven or eight episodes, about 80% of podcasts stop. So that's crazy stuff. I really want to keep this going. I really want to be consistent and on top of it with these podcasts. Try, you know, be consistent every week. Not, don't do too much where I sort of burn out. Just do enough where... I'm happy with the level of stuff going on. Excuse me at the moment, I am eating noodles. Also, did smoke a little bit of green earlier. So, excuse me for um, being a little hesitant on, on the on the mic. I feel like that's how I probably am coming across. But not too bad, to be honest. Not too high. I think I can pull this off pretty well. Um, yeah, so let's get into this. Um, what's the crack anyway, lads? I was thinking of topics to discuss on this episode. One sec. Yeah, I was just thinking about what I could discuss, what could be interesting throughout the week. I was sort of having a, a, a think about it. And no, I was thinking, why the hell not talk about something I'm very passionate about, and that is sports. Sports is a topic that I know a lot about. Um, I am extremely knowledgeable in some ways about about sports, and I feel like I could rant on about it for ages. But um, yeah, weirdly enough, I didn't really get sports into sports until about five or six years ago. Um, the first thing I came across was basketball, the NBA, and after that, football, you know, Premier League. So they're the two things I'm really into. By the way, I support West Ham in the football Premier League, and in NBA, I would support Denver Nuggets. Uh, yeah, it's a funny name, I know. And yeah, so that's that's, that's my thing. Uh, I'd probably support West Ham a bit more than I do Denver, but they're both good in a way that I watch football. It's on the weekends, and you know, doing badly in that, I can always switch over to the NBA and watch the Nuggets. And you'll never have the two teams playing well at the same time, funnily enough. Uh, it's just hilarious, really. Uh, but at the moment, te the both teams are miraculously fifth in their respective leagues, which is quite crazy. So I'm really happy with that. And I think that's quite cool. You're probably wondering, how did I and why did I get into sports in the first place? You know, at that age, what, 15, 16? Bit of an odd age to get involved in sports. And you're correct in that thinking. 
You are correct. That is a bit late to get in sports, in my opinion, and probably for anyone listening. And I, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I think I already said that. Fuck. And um, this is going to be a great podcast, as you can tell. No, but um, you're, you're right. I did get into sports quite late, mainly down to the fact that I didn't really like, especially football, which was sort of encompassing my life up to that age in terms of whatever everyone else played. Um, but at that stage, I was just like, oh, I don't really like sports. I think it was just because it was like nearly forced upon you, so it was sort of annoying. One of those people I don't want to be forced into something or whatever. But yeah, I think I just eventually grew into myself. Really, other people were into it, and I think my friend group, a few people I know, talked to, liked sports. So yeah, that's how I got into it, really. Um, basketball was only of my own accord, and through video games, which again, have a bit of a passion for. I was found uh, one of the original NBA 2K games. Well, not the original ones, but 2K13, just one of the prime games in the series. So fun. And that was my entryway through video games. So that's quite crazy. And then, I got, of course, I found FIFA. I found other things. And yeah, just, it's been nonstop ever since. So I love sports and I have nothing but good things to say. But the thing about sports is there's always bad things that happen in sports. There's ups, there's downs. And you just got to ride... Ride the you, you you gotta roll with the punches a little bit in sports. You're gonna be depressed probably more than you're gonna be happy. You're gonna be feeling low. And the lowest lows always feels worse than the highest highs in my opinion. And that's the depressing thing. Uh, again, neither team have been too successful. Uh, if you sum up their trophies, it's quite low. So yeah, what the hell was I talking about right there? Um, but yeah, sports have highs and lows, and you just gotta roll with the punches a little bit. You're gonna have more lows than highs, and that's just how it is, really. Um, I wish I could say you know I support the best team in the world, win everything, but no, I don't support that. I support a team that does well at the odd time. In my opinion, that's a bit more rewarding than always winning, always doing well. You gotta ride the punch, ride with the punches, etc., etc. So, you know, pretty funny how how rewarding it can be and how just brightened up your day can be when your team does well it's it's great it's a great feeling uh, it really is so again it's one thing to, you know always winning and then you're sort of desensitized to desensitized kind of talk to uh, winning but if you do if it's only happens the odd time it's just like amazing feat you know you've been struggling it's, it's kind of like life you know you're always gonna have the the constant struggle and then the odd moment of pure, you know, elation or joy or whatever. So it's yeah, it's it's good, it's good times really. It really is, yeah. So um, happy days. Um, West Ham are doing well. Denver are doing marginally well. Um, well they they made it quite far last year in the playoffs. So you gotta you gotta rate that. Uh yeah, you got you gotta rate that highly. Um, you know, I really don't know where my conversation is going at the moment. Um, I suppose I'll talk about maybe best moments as a sporting fan, uh, possibly. And I can tell you through each team, whatever, there's one moment that sticks out to me in my mind and just a, a top quality moment. And that is through... The team West Ham, and this occurred, I'd say, we're talking, what are we talking, we're talking 
not months ago, years ago, about two years ago when I started getting into West Ham originally. And we weren't doing so well, we weren't doing so pretty. And there was this one game on in a bar and I went down to watch. I was like, oh, lads, I don't even watch this. Anyways, but um, we had to get get your man to put on the TV in the first place. Like, it wasn't at the start. I remember, like, getting your man to put it on. It's like, I don't to watch that. And it was a cup game. It was West Ham versus Spurs and we were sitting down. I was like, oh, jeez. Hopefully we do well here, but I'm not too, you know, too confident. Just the fact that we're with the lads watching the TV makes it memorable. Anyways, we go down, and jeez, lo and behold, we're losing two nil. Things are bad. Things are desperate. I'm just like, you know, typical us, typical us. It's first half. You know, things are already over. Classic. These are our big rivals, by the way. These are our main rivals. I hated people for historic reasons. So the match goes on and on, you know, suddenly I start seeing a goal, 2-1, uh, I'm like, oh my god, this is something else. Two minutes later, another goal, foot two all, and then a foot couple minutes later, 3-2, and we go on to win that match, triumphantly. And I just thought that was a great moment, because that sort of comeback doesn't happen often for West Ham, and it was the first moment I was like, Jesus man, magic can happen, like stuff that definitely shouldn't happen, can happen. And it was almost like this moment of like, holy shit. That's crazy. That is crazy right there. And I just couldn't believe my eyes. And I felt this like magic tingling in my body. And uh, it just doesn't get much better than that, to be honest. So it was a really good moment. I was really happy about it. I just, I was screaming from ear to ear nearly. And I, uh, and I, uh, let me tell you, if I was drinking that night, I'd have been fucking out, out, out through my ears. Oh, unfortunately, I was underage at the time. But imagine if that happened nowadays. Ooh, be crazy stuff. So yeah, um, that was a great nice moment of me watching sports. So sports are powerful. They can do great things for you. And yeah, they're just doing well at the moment, so I'm really happy for them. Anyways, that was my first topic. Jeez, that was a short topic. Ten minutes I covered with that topic. Um, you got to come with better topics, Tim, I know. Anyways, I was thinking of something else I could talk about. And yeah, it's kind of hard what comes to mind. Um, one thing I was going to talk about was relationships, girls, women. And um, because that's something I've been you know, thinking about recently, you know, I want to improve my, uh, <clears throat> see, my player ability, shall we say. Um, but um, one thing you know about me is I've only been in one relationship in my life at the grand old ripe age of 21. So I do think that I have not a lot to say personally about this topic, but I will say that Jeez, relationships can be tough, can be tough. I was in one for, what, six months there, and, you know, it was easy enough at the start. It was sort of good, fun, exciting. As things kind of go on, time goes on, it becomes a bit more hard, a bit more laboursome, and you just got to work it out, figure it out. And it's hard, it's tough, it's, it's very tough. So um, I will say for relationships, jeez, man, if you want to have one, you got to... Stick it out for the long run. You got you got to be thinking long term, baby. Or else you're out the door. You're you're gone. If you have the wrong mindset, like all things, you're you're out the door. There's no there's no way you're gonna you're gonna do something if you can't think it. I know I was saying last week about doing stuff, the importance of doing stuff. That is true in all honesty. But a mindset that you, you use to do stuff is important as well. Of course it is. It's like. If you just go blindly into something, sure, it's good, good experience, uh, but a mindset of, you know, I'm going to be positive, I'm going to do things, that could be your mindset, 
as opposed to a negativity, you know, that's never going to get you anywhere. Even if you do the thing, you're going to do it badly. That's clearly obvious, you know. We all know that. We all know that from experience, from just seeing and doing things. So, of course, going into this relationship, you know, I maybe I wasn't prepared for it, whatever. And I think I just undervalued the the, the importance of this relationship in my life. And I, as, as time went by, I sort of neglected it a little bit nearly. And it's sort of like a little flower in a fucking, I don't know, with a blowtorch next to it, sort of just shriveled away into nothing. So <laughs> there was my analogy anyways for the day. But uh, yeah, I, I, just, I would just say be cautious in a relationship, you know, be open-minded, be, have a very po positive and be thinking about the future a little bit. Don't be going short-term like, oh, geez, you know, um, great, this will be great for the weekend or whatever, because that thing can spiral into a long-term relationship and you need to be prepared for that, I think. Or else you're sitting there like, shit, man, what am I doing? If you're like me, you'll blow it. <laughs> No, but seriously, I sort of just underappreciated my, you know, whoever I was with. And, yeah, things ended up not lasting, the, the the test of time. And I think that's important, though, that you do have the experiences and slightly negative ones. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get them. You gotta get them eventually. So um, I'm happy I had the experience. I, I definitely don't have any regrets. You know, um, experience is an experience and you learn a lot from it and hopefully improve from it. So... I think that's very important and yeah i would just say if it was happening again i'm i'm not on the prowl the lookout uh, i definitely will try and improve myself a little bit more and you know what would be the main things i think to do well um in my in my experience which is obviously very small i would definitely be honest just text and talk the whole time i remember sometimes we were in college and i was just in a different place than her and it was kind of difficult you want to have as much sort of in-person intimacy with that person just in terms of talking to them face on face except the text texting is good texting is important if you don't have anything then obviously you have text but you do need that face-to-face -face interaction like one of my teachers used to say you need to be with them in person because there's something about that physical even with a mate obviously it's different story you know you're always gonna have a mate you're never gonna lose your mate with a girlfriend you know that could be gone snap next week so you need to be on top of these things be with them more and i for one was in first year college just took my eye off the ball really oh because i did i was too focused on college college was just kicking her off and i really wanted to do well in that and i think you know even lunch breaks i could have gone and met her just didn't do that just crazy stuff really didn't appreciate her and she must have been thinking ah here like this lad he's a bit of a joke you know and that's never gonna end well it's never gonna end well Obviously, looking at it now, it's, it's fairly obvious, but at the time, maybe I was just fixated with the college and prioritized, I wouldn't say I prioritized the wrong thing, but I didn't get my life balance right. You know, work, play, etc. You need to get that correct. And there is a lot of allotment of time to uh, dedicate to a woman, obviously. You need to nurture that thing. Like I was saying last week, you know, you have to, if you're going to do something, commit to it and do it right and put some effort into it. So... Although there's a struggle with energy and time, you know, you do have to make room for it. And maybe that's been sacrificing something smaller, obviously not college work, but sacrificing something else. Anyways, I would say that I, I'm i still pretty content being single, but like obviously I think having a person in my life would be a nice addition. Uh, it would be something that would improve things a little bit. And I would say it's like, you know, you could drive a little banged up, beetle it's still gonna get you from a to b 
but having something a little bit nicer, maybe an, I don't know, a Volkswagen or something. It's not like it's going to be, you're going to be like the happiest person in the world, you're content for life, but it's going to improve things, it's going to make things even better, uh, it's going to make that A to B journey better, and it's going to make you enjoy life a little bit better. So I think that's what it is. I don't think it's essential to have a girlfriend, like you can still pretty much do everything without one. Except have kids, well you can still have kids, but you know what I mean, you, you, you it's just like an enhancer in, in life. Like sweetener in, in foods. It just, it makes it just a little bit better. It makes life a little better. But anyways, there you go. That was my little spiel over. Jeez, second topic out of the way. <laughs> I'm steamrolling through the topics today. So there you go. More about my life you're talking about. That's interesting. Uh, and now I would say it's the time of the day where I have to recommend a song and the song today i will be recommending sorry the artist or song or i don't know what the fuck i'm doing uh oh god god i'm terrible with this i was going to recommend something on spotify i'm on spotify as you can tell and i was thinking ooh, who what could i recommend who could i recommend you know an artist a podcast singer i've already mentioned the message podcast i've always met that one thricks one ethricks point never actually spelt it wrong and i was thinking who the hell else unfortunately this one's a bit of an obvious one this is a very common uh not common but a very popular band by the name of arctic monkeys i thought they were the arctic monkeys but apparently they are arctic monkeys and you all know them they're the most popular rock band of the past 10 years i'd imagine um they're probably the only real rock band going and they they are incredible. I was listening to their some of the songs the other day. Um, I went on my, my daily swim. Yeah, I'm still doing it. 26 days strong. And I was just really appreciating how great their music is. I've always heard their music and I've never really taken it seriously. But now, finally, I've actually gone, you know what? I'm enjoying this music. And I used to not enjoy it because it was so popular. But, you know, now I can be say, you know, oh, it's just great music, isn't it? It's just bang on. Like, there's banger after banger. You know, where do you even start? Are you mine? Fluorescent adolescent. Uh, do I want to know? You know, why do you call me when you're high? Those songs, just incredible songs. And honestly, some of the most hype guitar work I've ever heard in my life. And also that Alex Turner, uh, just vocals. I always say it's the guitar and the vocals that make it. And obviously the drums kind of go a bit under the radar along with the bass but i would say the vocals are just probably some of the best you know most passionate vocals i heard ever and the guitar ain't too far off either so yeah that, that would definitely be my recommendation for the day yeah i i i've jammed that shit out any night of the week and if there's some sort of party you know just saying lads if you're writing uh that would be the sort of shit i would play incredible so I've noticed I use Incredible quite a lot. Jeez, man, my mouth is stinging from the spice from these noodles. By the way, I'm eating beef noodles and, oh, stinging often. Stinging. Emphasis on the stinging. But I'll, I'll, I will persevere. I'll persevere. Because, yeah, I just have to, I guess. Oh, so spicy. Um... Yeah, I love Arctic Monkeys. I'm going to get onto a YouTube recommendation because YouTube is a platform I freaking love. And I wanted to shout out one of my favorite, 
yeah, one of my favorite uh, YouTubers of all time, of recent times, and that is IbsCat. It's IBX2CAT. IBX2CAT. And basically what it is, it's a Minecrafter first and a geography lover second. I've always loved geography. And the second channel with the geography on it, you've guessed it, I love. <laughs> it's just this really, really guy, this guy who just talks about the most interesting topics, like such things as, you know, if there was a worldwide metro or if say he had made his own countries or you know i'm trying to scroll through his videos finally here you know new countries that could exist new states uh talking talking about states talking about all these interesting topics and he's such a passionate youtuber like i love it's like that old-fashioned youtuber he just talks about topic doesn't care about cloud doesn't care about popularity he just talks about whatever he fuck he wants to um and it's just amazing to be honest i freaking love this guy he's so passionate and he's so knowledgeable as about his topics he prepares well and it's something i aspire to really and i think he's such an interesting youtuber his topics i've seen you know loads of youtubers come and go this guy is definitely by far the best and it's not even his main thing which is crazy he uploads a lot of videos uh, it's just a crazy amount of content this guy pumps out and that's ultimately great quality and content I appreciate it. So IBX two cash, well done. Keep up the good work. Uh, yeah, he looks he looks like he uploads every week. It looks like and yeah, just quality videos. So yeah, even the one about like New York is a terribly shaped state. Like that's something so interesting, but something you wouldn't really think about, you know, yourself. But <laughs> he could talk about it for twenty five minutes and it'll feel like five minutes. It's great. Unlike these podcasts, which feel like hours. <laughs> No, seriously though, um, really good YouTuber. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. So yeah, that's that's that. Um. Well, where were we? Where were we? We. I'm really boring, aren't I? <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, we will persevere on. Sound effects of me eating, lovely. Um, yeah, I love it. These man, it's so freaking spicy. What the hell? Right, I'm gonna continue on here, lads. So what I've done is I've gotten a bit of coke, a bit of vodka, and we're gonna drink some. <laughs> and I realized when I filled it up that I put way too much vodka in, and now I have to put water. So now it's like a watery <laughs> vodka mix. Oh God, why, do, why am I doing this to myself? Very good, very good. But <laughs> it's kind of funny to look at. It's like some little fruit drink or some sort of sports drink I drink, I don't know. I don't know what I'm shutting on about, but 
some weird concoction I've invented. I saw, saw someone on social media the other day. Swear to God, not a word of a lie. They had those sort of, you know, filter drinks, uh, filter bottles that have a little white thing on top, circular white thing, half cylinder or half sphere, whatever. You put stuff in like lemon or lime, you know, sweeten up your, make your water taste nicer. But I've seen one and they just pour in vodka and water. And I was like, well, are you serious? <laughs> Bro, that's a big brain idea. Vodka and water. Let's just drink that. Why not? Sounds so funny. But uh, apparently it's nice. Apparently it's pretty good. So it looked like your man in the background was drinking it like a fucking dog. Like he was going at it like he wasn't stopping for anything. So it was kind of funny. But yeah, that was quite funny. So, anyways, what am I actually at in this episode? This, this episode is funny out, because I don't know what I'm doing. I really don't know what I'm doing. Fighting for a cop topic of conversation. Alright, I have a new topic here, and that is, guess what it is? It is a TV show review. Firstly, I'm going to talk about a TV show I really enjoy. And that is the office, the US office. The uh, British office is good, don't get me wrong. But you want something that puts you in a real good mood. You've all heard of the US office. It's just a great show. It puts you in a superb mood. It's just so lighthearted, so funny. Uh, it never makes you... Basically, one time every episode, you're going to belly laugh, basically. That's how good the show is. Don't even talk to me about friends. This is clearly the, the cash cow, the money grabber for uh, the office. Like, freaking office... The, the, sorry, the Netflix. Netflix is literally built off the office and friends but mainly the office because the office is the show everyone talks about it's a show it's the most popular show out there by far and it's been off it's been off air for what seven years seven eight years isn't that insane that really does make you go wow so you all know the office you all know the, the whole thing michael scott whatever you all know the plot you all know the the characters you'll probably already know, know the moments but my personal opinion is this is the greatest show of all time and it's quite a far way ahead of any other show. I was watching Breaking Bad there recently. That's a great show. Don't get me wrong. Fully invested in the show. Love that show. But would I watch that show the whole time in any mood? No. It would be The Office. Because The Office is this happy, fun show. You can just watch an episode and just any time of day. You just, you're sitting there. You're going to have to watch the whole thing. It's so gripping. The story is just simple and great. Simplicity is its key to success. And you can nearly watch a standalone episode. You, you, get, you get the whole idea. You get the characters. They're so... Relatable would be the main word I would say with the show. Relatable. Relatability. Just everything is so... True to life. And just... It's just like, oh, I could really picture myself in, this, in their boots. And it's just like that. And it's great. It's a great show. So I would highly recommend it. If you haven't already seen it. If you live in some sort of rock somewhere, you got to watch this show. It's that damn good. Um, but I just love the way Netflix has it. <laughs> and of course, people over in America, who are probably even bigger into the show than we are, they lost it as soon as we got it. Which is so funny. I'm not sure how Netflix works, but do they just take stuff off the American one and then pop it in the British one? And also, if you are American, there is a certain VPN blockers... You all heard of them, like Ola and stuff like that. It will allow you to switch your VPN to a different country. So you can watch whatever country shows you want. So a little hint out there to you Americans, if you're out there. 
just switch your VPN from America to Britain if you have one or buy one. It's very cheap nowadays. Uh, I believe it's like a couple of quid a month at most. And you can watch American Netflix. I think it's well worth it. I mean, it's a great show. Where else are you going to find it? I think there's a screaming-only bullshit subscription service over in America, which is basically predicating itself off The Office. I'm not sure how Netflix lost out the rights. I swear to God, over in America, like, come on, they're making so much money. Actually, the pair cost at least $10 million a year. But still, they must be making way more money back off that in terms of subscriptions and demand because I know of people who cancel theirs because of the lack of The Office. So this new subscription service, I don't know if it's going to do any well. I just know that there's so many failures of subscription services out there because everyone is trying it. Everyone's going, you know what, Netflix did it. Surely it's that easy? No, it's not that easy. Netflix did it because they have a perfect website, a great UI, a great user interface, and just a lot of selection of shows. You see Amazon Prime trying to heavily plug their thing. They've got so much money, and yet they can barely get the the subscription or the interest that Netflix can. I know, of course, you know, Netflix do throw a lot of money at their TV shows, but the reason they have that money is because of the success of their early TV shows, such as Stranger Things. That would be my main example. Like, that show made Netflix what it is today. You know, before that, it was still a great stream service that a lot of people used. We're talking, you know, 2016, 2017. But it really kicked off with the arrival of Stranger Things. Bolstered by, you know, the uh, later seasons of Breaking Bad. Um, Better Call Saul was a big hit. Of course, Narcos in the early days. I'm trying to think of some great shows that Netflix have produced. But just, you know, you can see my point. Netflix have just gone from strength to strength based on their quality not just that they have money, like Amazon. They built that empire, they built that success through successive quality of great TV shows. I just don't think Amazon Prime has at the moment. It has very lacking originality. It's got like, you know, the big names like, oh, Top Gear, here we go, Gantor, which is good. But uh, don't get me wrong, it's good. But you can't build your show, you build your whole thing around some, you know, no offense, not washed up, but... You know, they've had their day, Top Gear, and I think people still care, but obviously not as much as they used to care about Top Gear. And um, there's obviously, of course, their original documentaries, which are pretty good, but slightly repetitive. Like, if you keep hamming us with the, you know, all or nothing TV shows, it's like, we get it. We get it after a while. They're the same kind of formula for different teams, you know what I mean? Like, it kind of gets boring, in my opinion. Maybe sports fans will happen disagreement over that but like i am a sports fan but not, obviously not that big where i want to watch every little detail every little show team i'm sure it costs me a lot of money to make them but like come on there's also you know that's pretty much it the movie selection on amazon is very poor um worse than the tv show selection and so it would be something i'd go near and of course there's hulu who cares about hulu it's barely even advertised in ireland um, there's some other ones that i probably can't even care to mention because they're so unremarkable but um the reason i'm being serious about this though is the reason Netflix is just so good, it's so obvious. It's just quality show. It's quality. quality. It's easy to use. I can go on my phone there and get on in seconds. Um, it's a really nice UI. It picks up usually where you left off. And it's available on different devices. And just, it all looks great. No matter what device you have it on. So it probably just perfect over the years. But still, it's a great service. Love Netflix. Um, yeah, and I just think, don't know where my point was anyways. <laughs> I was probably making a point about something. Who knows? Yeah, but I would say there's a lot of shit out there. Like, I think in general on the internet, there was one Quibi, an app where you could watch these really, like, 15-minute TV shows. Um, 
but you know yourself there's just a lot out there and not a lot of quality quibi can't like lost its audience because it had some quality stuff on it i could see but the whole idea of you know these short things they can watch on the go great idea in theory until you realize that we're in a worldwide global pandemic who the hell is going to use that in a world global pandemic, we're all at home we don't need to be watching 50 minute shows you know we have youtube for that Thank you very much. And I think the whole idea of a 15-minute thing, I mean, I don't know. It seems a bit stupid. And also, I think you could only watch it on your phone. You couldn't watch it on your laptop. That's even more stupid. I mean, people, I guess, use their phone a lot. But if you're going to watch a fucking, like, high-production movie on your phone, like, oh, come on. Like, I do like the, op- I do like the option that you can do it. But come on, it's so much better than a tablet. It's so much better than on a computer. Uh, especially sort of like Breaking Bad. The Office you could watch on your phone, fair enough. But Breaking Bad, you want to get that experience, you want the whole thing. You know? So that's that's how it is. That's how it is. Um, yeah, it's just uh, something I'm passionate about, really. Quibi, like, I'm one of my friends off YouTube. One of my friends, one of my old youtubers that i used to watch charlie is a cool like who's actually a quality youtuber he um he, he he directed a show on quibi and i've heard good things about it i really have through a director i think twilight helped him with it but i will say quibi unfortunately there's a reason why you know twilight directors are going into quibi it's not the biggest quality in the world honestly i'm sorry to say if you really are a quality director or a movie, you're going to go to straight to Netflix. You're going to bypass that Quibi bullshit. Um, and you're going to move on. So there you go. I will say one thing that annoys me. I was watching Breaking Bad recently. And of course, the, the star, Brian Cranston, great actor. You know, he's done wonderful things in Mac in the Middle. <clears throat> and of course, in Breaking Bad. How does he go from that to some of the most shocking movies I've ever seen? Godzilla, which I haven't seen, but it's rated so badly. And just other crappy movies. I don't know why he's doing these things. Surely he has enough money off the TV show Breaking Bad. I'm laughing in the middle where he doesn't need to be, you know, doing stupid movies. Maybe he's wanted to break from the TV shows, but seriously, the movies he chose to do were so stupid. Why would he do Godzilla? He's clearly more than that. There was one that came out recently called Your Honor, and he was an, a judge in it. And I just checked the reviews. I was thinking, oh, this is a cool concept. Like his son killed someone, but he's out to defend him because it's like a gang or something. And he's a judge. And I was like, I can picture him as a judge. Saw so, uh, like a sort of rating for the show. 8% Rotten Tomatoes. 7.5 on IMDb, like, that doesn't sound too bad, until you realize, like, IMDb was 80 people, well, Rotten Tomatoes was, I'll tell you now how many people reviewed it, and it was way more than 50, uh, we're talking about here, you know, it was 64 from the audience, 51 from the critics, um, it's not telling me how many critics reviewed it, but, like, that's just, for either, at most, underwhelming, that is really underwhelming, and it's a Showtime movie, when you can tell, like, Showtime, they're not going to be the same quality as Netflix. And that's why I think the only place you can really go at the moment is Netflix. If you do your TV show anywhere else, it's going to be probably of a lower quality. Unless it's like an underground thing. If it's a big thing on some other network, I'm just not interested. Honestly, I would say, you know, those small little indie things are usually quite good. Even some YouTube stuff is amazing. And Netflix, they're your place to go. I'd say avoid all the other alternatives i'm being serious though there's there's a lot of shit out there and you gotta you gotta dodge around it really finally done my noodles if you're wondering and yeah they were delish
They really were. So, um, happy days. Happy days are here again, as I say. <laughs> Um, next topic, next topic. I'm racing through topics. You know, last week I was so passionate about one thing and I just powered through like a fucking skyboy talking about it for ages. But this week, you know, somehow less to talk about, weirdly enough. Somehow I'm talking about more stuff, but also less of the same time as you mean, like less depth. So, <laughs> there's a problem right there. What can I else can I talk about? What is there to talk about? In my own life, maybe just something interesting that I have seen or thought about or thunk. Is that a word? I don't know. But yeah, and this week has been an interesting one. Of course, there's been, you know, the whole women's rights thing. And, you know, I can completely understand. I keep completely get it. I think me as a man, I need to, um, you know, think a lot more about women and treat them a lot. I, I believe I can treat them a lot better, to be honest. So uh, that's definitely something I need to work on. And I guess just thinking about women as, as human beings. I mean, we all say it. But do we do it? Do we do it? As men, are we really thoughtful enough? I, I, I don't think we are. I think a lot of men are just, you know, a lot of us are just not doing a great job at the moment being men. And I think that needs to change. And I think, uh, I think it's going to take a lot more effort on men's behalf. I think women are doing a lot of the pushing and, and talking at the moment. And it's very... I, for one, I, I should probably get involved a bit more and just try and, you know, show I care and show I back up women and, you know, all that and whatever. But, yeah, it's something that's been sticking in my mind this last week, you know, since my relationship ended, thinking, you know, jam, I need to show a lot more respect for women, really. Um, Yeah, it got serious all of a sudden. This is going to be a fun family podcast here, but <clears throat> maybe not family, but a fun friendly podcast. But you do need to address these topics from time to time. Just say, you know damn we're not doing a great job as a country like an innocent girl was killed and uh, stalked was raped and killed by a member of the police service like that is insane the fact that that happens in this country not in this country in the uk and then the, the, the even the reaction from the police was attack basically well not attacking women but basically force forcibly arresting them you know it's not a good look and They've since replied and said, you know, we're gonna have you know policing in clubs, clubs and pubs for sort of sexual assault and sec, uh, just assault in general towards women. I'm thinking, yeah, this is just a reaction of a of a of a, of a broken system that um that that just doesn't know what it's doing. And that's what it seems like. It just seems like a last ditch. Like, oh, we'll do this, we'll do this, and you can't even trust them that they're gonna do a good job doing that if their police service is beating up women basically and you're gonna oh yeah we're gonna have a, a police service installed secret police that in clubs like that they're, they're hardly gonna do a much better job now are they themselves so yeah i think that's really interesting i think a lot of you know women out there you know, online chatting away i guess about the topics about how they've been affected and i just think yeah i just think the government's all fucked up and a lot of men are fucked up and we need to fix that and i don't know how we're gonna do it lads i don't, I don't, I don't know if i can see it happening but Surely we can see some improvement in the next few years. I don't know. It's a societal movement. We need to see real change. I think real change is going to be hard to get, to be honest. I really do. But uh, hopefully we can see change. You know, justice, more justice for women. And let's hope for fucking change. Let's push forward. Right. Anyways, um, 
God, that got serious. Anyways, yeah, that was one of the probably the major topic this week. Obviously, it was St. Patrick's Day this week, which was a very low key event, like last year. Uh, I heard something interesting where my mate was born the year Patrick's Day was also cancelled. So it's been cancelled three times in our in my in my lifetime. Uh, it was of course back in two thousand and one with the foot and mouth disease, which uh, affected Ireland really through um, cows. So that was interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of cows would be put down through um, this disease, which spread from cow to cow and I think through human maybe I don't know it was interesting I'm gonna have a read of that myself on Wikipedia but it was a it was a big thing in Ireland like it wasn't actually COVID big but it was a, a fairly spread over the whole country thing yeah yeah so I'm just gonna look it up on Wikipedia there give you a give you a rundown what it is basically is a I'm gonna go to the is there an Ireland section no what it is, is an infectious and sometimes fatal viral disease that affects cloven hooved uh, animals, which includes, obviously, cows, including domestic and wild bovids. The virus causes a high fever lasting two to six days, followed by blisters inside the mouth and on the feet that may rupture and cause lameness. So it was a severe thing that affected farmers all over Ireland. It was huge. Um, and yeah, it was, a, it was such a serious event that, uh, of course, Paddy's Day had to be cancelled. Uh, so kind of mad how... Such an amazing big event in the year can just ground to a halt because of because of it. Uh, it's interesting to learn about, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I mean, we always talk about you know these apocalypses happening and we're living in them, and it's kind of just mad. And history does tend to repeat itself. It's crazy. So even now, I'm just looking at a picture of people having to disinfect their feet um when arriving at f a race course for racing and we thought that was mad back then and now we have to wear masks everywhere it's crazy stuff it really is i've i've mentioned covid i kind of talked to that last week even though i didn't really talk to that but yeah like the fact that this thing is still going on it's just sometimes you gotta wonder like oh, when will this end it's really dragging it's really going on and my care i'm trying to stay caring and I obviously want to care so much about the victims, I do, but uh, it's hard to stay with the government on this sometimes when you're thinking, well, we had a lockdown for the best part of three months and I don't see much improvement. I really don't. Of course, there's you know not as many deaths. That's great. Um, but a lot of the deaths that were reported from months ago and the cases are still high, which is the thing that's worrying because you would think, you know, oh, surely with the lack of indoor events, like that would go down. But apparently all the people meeting up there outdoors, you know, as Paddy's Day was black with people outside. It's just not working. And I don't know if, if lockdown doesn't seem to be fully effective. And obviously last time, two times, it was actually fairly effective. So I'm kind of worried for the way we're going. If, if it wasn't for the vaccine, we'd be in a very, very bad state right now. And there'd be a lot of problems. But of course the vaccine... It's helping slowly and surely. Uh, not like the UK, who are doing quite quickly. We're going at a very much much slower rate uh, with this vaccine. But I think eventually, you know, we'll all get it. We'll all get it, and we won't be hard about this anymore. And that's the main thing. It's the question of when we'll get it. Will it be next week, next month, next year? Leading towards, I'd say, for me personally, I'd say it could be three months before we get a partial return to normality. When the all the vulnerable age groups, of course, get their vaccines. And are, you know, they've all gotten their second dose and whatever, et cetera, et cetera, up to the age of 60. And of course, colleges will hopefully reopen, touch wood. 
in September with the introduction of our on vaccines, which I feel like will be rolled out by around October, September, October. So it might be a gradual introduction from colleges, maybe into semester two next year. And you'll be looking at possibly uh, me doing a work placement next year. So that would be great. That would be obviously semester two. So hopefully you'll be fully back to normal by that stage. It's like crazy. Like you would have said that last year. Oh, we talk about next year like oh we'll be back to normal the year after like it's two year job basically two years of your life fully affected by this thing that just won't go away it really won't and looking at the first year it's just been such a up and down year in terms of news stories in terms of you know me personally and just you gotta yeah you just gotta take it one step at a time obviously like everything and yeah i think you can just go from there Anyways, guys, I think I've bored you all to death enough with this stuff. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, I could make it an hour. I could push it to an hour. But I think, you know what, I'll go where I'm feeling like, like how long I, should, I think it should be. So I think 45 minutes is probably about, about right. Um, I will be talking to you guys next week. Um, obviously, leave your suggestions on, on stuff I should talk about. Um, but as for this one, I've enjoyed talking to you guys. Hopefully, you enjoy listening. And I'll see you all next time. Good luck.